to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Oh, there we go. I thought I hit record before, but um, I actually... You've um, knocked the wall down. I, it's fine at the moment. <laughs> I, I thought I hit record, but I actually turned your microphone off, so I don't know if that was a subconscious decision there. <laughs> it's all Is it on yet? Yeah, I can hear There's both There's only of us. one light. Oh, that's There's record the light. Oh, that's there you go, there you go. Awesome. I know, good checking, good checking. Hello, welcome to episode 213 of the Chris and Sam podcast. How's it going, Chris? Good. <laughs> it sounds convincing. Before we get going, now Chris doesn't really check email, and if you want to instant message him, he also doesn't check that. But we do have two new Patreon patrons this week. Do, so, do uh, I get an email in there? I emailed you about six days ago about that. Okay, all right, no, never Chris has not seen that at all. So, a big thank you to Jeremy Housen and Adam as well. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, so <laughs> Adam, Adam will not be surprised that I did not check any else. <laughs> no, I, he, he heard about last week's little episode. Yeah. So big thank you to uh, you guys as well as our existing Patreon patrons. So uh, we'll get some content sorted out for you guys. And if you are on the top level, I think, um, let us know what you want us to promote. Anything, just let us know. Yeah, yeah, we can promote your things we can promote your things hey and if you are listening to this podcast you are an awesome person but there's a high probability that you probably listen to other podcasts i think it's a fair enough assumption there chris yep yep, i would say so i came across a website very cool like it quite a lot it's called listennotes.com we'll have a link in our show notes the chris and sam podcast.com forward slash ep213 or just check out the website listennotes.com is a search engine for podcasts Oh, okay. It searches topic, subject, title, podcast, everything, and it's just a... That wasn't me for a change. I'm going to cut that out. For a change, that was not that me. That was my watch hitting the... You um, have to leave that in now because I've said... I know. That it. was the, sorry if that hurt your ears. Um, but you type in anything you want and it searches all the podcasts and it brings you a whole bunch of um, lists. So I, I'm, I'm curious, and you may not know the answer to this. Uh, is it searching from just titles and topics or is it searching from like transcriptions or something? I... Th- uh, everything as far anything it can get its hands on, right, right. Um, so if you look for us, so all the descriptions that we write about a podcast and stuff, yeah, like. and also the titles and yeah. So if you're looking for a specific person and you want to know what podcast they've appeared on, um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, cool, cool, very good, very good. Have you heard of the big maple leaf? Is it the forty-seven dollar bottle of Canadian? Um, maple syrup that they've only just got in a countdown? No. Because that's what I saw the other day. It's like, new product! And I only had two of them on the shelf, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had to bring one in that was probably about that price. It was probably it. Um, our wholesale price was was less than that, but yeah, that would be it. Uh, and we went, no, we're not selling that. <laughs> I know. Anyway, no, the, it, the big maple leaf is a coin that was minted uh, in Canada, that's I mean, that's good name, because right? given the name, yeah. Yeah. It was 100 kgs of pure gold what? and it was worth $4.3 million. It was on display. Do in you the have book. an actual dimension of this? Uh, Off the top of your head? No, but okay, I can no, tell just... you something that will give you an idea. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, it was on display in the Berlin Museum and it was stolen in 2017. 
Uh. And four people are now in court in Berlin for this, or in Germany, I assume it's in Berlin. Um, so it's it's like it's such a big deal over there that it's pretty much all everything's body's been talking about at least a few days ago when I wrote this down. Anyway, yeah. Um, so what happened was these three guys, and they're young people. So it's not like a real heist story because I was expecting the heist story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's just some juvies. <laughs> some just some dirty <laughs> well, old I juvies. Guess, I guess. So they they climbed up elevated railway tracks. You know the elevated railway tracks. You know. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used a ladder to access a third floor non alarmed window. So I imagine oh, yeah. they just Go smashed across, across and, and ran across it type thing. Um, so they avoid, evaded alarms. They smashed through bulletproof glass, got it out of the museum, um, ran it down back to the window in a wheelbarrow. Okay. So yep. this is how yep. sort of big it is. Uh, apparently, Ab sailed down from the elevated rail with the coin and got away. Oh. But so they're in youth court at the moment. Hang on. So this they stole it in 2017, you said? Yep. Okay, and now they've been found? Yep, the coin has never been recovered. Uh, no, that's gone. Presumably it's chopped up, melted down. Um, unless, perhaps, unless perhaps it was stolen to order. Oh, yeah, I reckon that happens a lot. Well, yeah, but if it was more of a, um, what would you call it, a, a, a pro-crim gang, you'd go, yeah, no, it's stolen to order. Oh, yeah, true, but true, these true. these guys are just like... You know, they're in youth court, for God's sakes. Yeah. But that's that's fairly epic. So you hadn't heard anything about this? No, not that. Because uh, the New Zealand equivalent of that happened recently, where uh, some thieves took off with a two-metre giant brass gnome outside the Auckland Museum, Art Museum in Auckland. Oh, really? No, yeah, I they unbolted it from the... They've used this spot outside. It's like It looks like a little tiny roundabout or something next to a tree. And they put artwork there for the last 20-something years, and they took it, and then um, they sort of said, we want it back. And then the gnomes turned up outside a um, Salvation Army with a note on it saying, oh, here, have it back. Um, oh, well, at least they got it back. Yeah, they said they just got to do a bit of touch-up work on it, and they put it back in the museum inside, and you know, behind the glass, and it had a welcome home balloon attached to it. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. It's nice to have a nice story in New Zealand because everybody seems to be going nuts over this tourist family. I mean, let's talk. I wasn't really going to talk about that. I wasn't going to either because I just don't care. Except the Jippos, right? Oh, they they reckon they aren't. So hang on. What do you know? Go hit me up with what your facts. Oh, no. All I know is they uh, made a bit of a mess and uh, on the beach somebody videoed that. And the kid came up and started hassling her about what she she said to her uncle or something. And then once that had happened and got publicised, all these other people went, oh, yeah, they came to my restaurant. They came to my hotel or whatever. And they're just not nice people. But they do sound like jippos from from my experience. So the guy said his grandfather is the 10th richest person in Britain. Apparently that makes his grandfather 24 years old somehow. Um, they've what? worked that out. Uh, oh, he's just making it up. They got pulled over. They had altercation at Burger King at Tirapa. Did oh, you know really? that? No. Okay. So the um, they got there. They, made a, they upset a few people. And then for some reason, they keep going back to the places they have trouble. So they went back. This time they walked through the drive-thru and the manager rang the cops. So the cops turned up with immigration. Immigration uh, served some deportation notices. So that happened. It then turned out that they've been here for about a month. 
in Christmas time, they went into a Caltech three times. They ended up stealing rope, a pair of sunglasses. The kid ended up stealing a Christmas tree and walking out the door with it. Uh, and then after the thing in Hamilton, they got pulled up by the cops again out uh, Harrowfield, just near River Road there, and they didn't have car seats for the kids. So the cops didn't find them or anything, but said, you have to come with us now to the warehouse to buy a car seat. So they did all that. They've gone to Wellington. They're pretty much hiding in the hills at the moment because they're too afraid to come out of the hills because everybody knows who they are and hassling them. Hell Pizza has brought out a... I saw that. That was good. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. The pizza. With the conditions, uh, what, what was it? The something tourist, Oh, something tourist pizza, and yeah, it, yeah. Uh, and with, then it just with hair and ants, um, yeah, with hair and ants. And uh, if your name's at John, whatever it was, uh, come and collect your pizza at any New Zealand store, and we'll make you up something. We're not sure what it'll be, but that's good. And then somebody um, will squat on it. Spooker's got <laughs> Spooker's got in trouble today. Oh, really? Uh, they made a viral, well, a video, let's just say, with some zombies attacking some tourists and killing them. Nice. They've removed that. So, but I've been in Rotorua for the last week, basically, and uh, been around all sorts of places, wandering around and stuff. Went on this bushwalk, um, dragged my daughter around with me. She was not happy when I said, oh, we're going to do the hour and a half walk instead of the half hour one. But then she got right into it because there was a bunch of Asian tourists behind us and we had to keep going to beat them to this lookout at the top. Okay, cool. So we're pl- and they were, and- oh, so that was her idea, not your idea. Oh, it didn't bother me, but man, they were moving pretty quick. They had little kids, yeah, and that's good. But when we got to the lookout thing, they actually took about twenty minutes to come back, catch up to us. And as they walked past, oh, to get to the lookout, you got to take like three steps up this rock, and there's a little barrier, and you can look out over all of Rotorua. Really amazing view. And they get there, and the dad's on his phone, doesn't look up at all, and the rest of the family just walks straight past it. Ah. So, um, there wasn't a sign saying this is the lookout. Look here. No, it says danger. Do not climb this fence or something. Right. So I don't know if they got back and were like, we never saw that lookout or if they just, I don't know. I just thought it was strange. Yeah. Tourists are often strange. They are. And, and there was a lot of them in Rotorua over the last week. But so Asians. So I've got an Asian story. Good. So <laughs> this, this guy got convicted this week. Uh, a Chinese man. Yep. Uh, he he had a cat that was kept getting sick, and he wasn't having time to look after it. And he's got a job now, and all the rest of Are it. Are you talking so, about yourself? No, I'm not sick. I'm just drunk. Um, <laughs> fine line. Yeah, yeah, fine line. Um, so anyway, um, so he goes, "Oh, I better send it to the SPCA." So that's what he did. Um, he, and that's the end of the story. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, except he did it by calling a courier company, boxing cat up and throwing it at the box and posting it what? to the SPCA. No breathing holes or anything like that. Just put a cat in a box and sealed it. And sent She'll it. be right. And I think it was at like at the de- depot or something. Somebody's going, that box is moving. What the hell? And they opened it up oh. and it's like, there's a cat in there who was quite distressed. Now, it doesn't sound like it was in there for a long time. Oh, no, any but, sort of time would be. Oh, yeah. So it might have been five, six hours, not like 24 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they took it in. And he's like, um, well, how else am I going to get it there? Dumbass. And, uh, yeah, so he got charged for it. So I, I don't know if he got convicted or whatever, but he, he got charged for that. Oh. Anyway, 
That's strange. So that's a negative Chinese story. The positive Chinese story, because we talked about it the other day about the um, the Chinese getting on the far side of the moon. Yes. In the last episode. What I didn't realize at that time, and you may have heard since, is that they had seeds in a specially constructed um, environment, um, which was temperature and humidity controlled. And it's actually grown. The seeds have sprouted on the far side of the moon. And they're growing rapeseed, um, uh, rapeseed, um, <clears throat> cotton. They have fruit fly eggs, so the fruit flies will um, apparently hatch there and that sort of thing. Oh. Um, there's some random photo, which I don't know what that's supposed to be, but that, there you go. I'll, I'll try and describe it. You've got... <laughs> it looks like slime. It's okay. It's co- this is the it's cotton sprouts seen close up under a protective cover on board the moon lander. It's like a plastic trellis with some slime across it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, so apparently the hardest thing is to keep the temperature right. Yes, I so imagine it that. goes like from and I'm making big, this up now. Big from fluctuations plus eighty degrees to minus eighty degrees or plus 60, yeah, yeah, yeah. minus 80, sixty or something. Um, so, um, but apparently, what they've got is is it's doing quite well with that. Um, what I was going to say. I mean, what you know? That's they, good. they there was some people going, "Oh, you're going to contaminate the moon." Oh, I would have never have thought of that as a possible issue. Issue or thinking plan. I and, think- and, then and then they went, well, you know, NASA has left just over 100 bags of human feces on the, on That's the right. surface of the moon That's from right. the, um, the landers, astronauts yeah. that have been there. So I don't think the cotton and rapeseed no. <laughs> throat flies are going to really contaminate it anymore. That's right. I'd be that. more worried about, say, um, you know, just rubbish. But Yeah. That's um, right. But yeah, so good on the Chinese. Well done. I'm impressed. Do you know who Susan Bennett is off the top of your head? Not not related to Henry Bennett? <laughs> uh, maybe a far distant relationship. I don't know. No, Susan Bennett is the original woman that did the voice for Siri. Oh, right, right. You know? I've actually heard her be interviewed somewhere. Yes, so she does a whole bunch of touring just talking about that. But before yeah. that, she did a bit of background singing work uh, back in the day and she's done um, when ATMs first came out in America they scared yeah. the crap out of Americans and she had to be like a friendly voice saying hey come over here because she was the voice of AT&T for a while yes That's as well the deal yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so uh, she was talking about that she did the recordings for Siri for a company called Scansoft nothing to do with Siri she just does voice work but it was a good gig it was um, four hours a day five days a week for a couple of months talking and it all has to be perfect pitch perfect exactly and um what they do is they chop up what she says into syllables and sounds and then the computer combines them back into words and they can say whatever they want uh so they were like well what sort of things do you have to say in these recordings and she said oh sometimes you'd be saying like militia way hallucinate buckram okra ooze cow hoist in the tub hut today Cathexis for fatality sexual ease stump. What? Yeah, which is random, random words. And then they. Uh, so, sorry. So she spent, what was it, a week? Well, maybe a couple of months doing all this. A couple of months yep. just talking random words. Yeah. And then, wow. And then five or six years later, they had Siri on the phone and she heard it. And she's like, So actually, I think one of her friends said to her, I've heard you on a phone. She goes, What do you mean? She said, Well, 
you know, this is it. And uh, they've got other people to do different accents and stuff locally for Surrey. But uh, what they also can do is they just alter her voice. Yeah. So the what you hear now is slightly different to what she was. But she's got no problems with it because she was never contracted to Apple or anything like that. She's contracted to this other crowd. Um, but she sounds like she does quite well out of going yeah, around doing talks. I talk. think she's done really well out of the talks from the sounds of it, from what I recall. And this was about a year ago or so that I, I heard about that. That's right. Um, I've got a random thing um, that I haven't got written down. They're, they're the I best. Today. They're the best because no, you no, don't no, know don't, what's coming. Don't, don't, don't I'm going to hype it up. Hyper. This <laughs> could be the title of the podcast episode. Let's go. No, go. It's not that good. Oh, I'm going to hype it. I, just, I was just impressed that um, Chris is so impressed. they're starting to do um, tests in the UK on footballers, yes. like soccer players, um, for this uh, test for concussions. So what I didn't realise is for the last couple of years they've been doing these te- concussion tests because apparently if you hit a, a football I, really hard, you can get a yeah, concussion. Okay. Never would have thought about that. As soon as you started talking, I was thinking more about the American footballers. and Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway. So they started with rugby union. So you know, mm. as we both know, there's a lot of head, head contact and potential concussion there. That's right. And so what happens in rugby union football is that they, uh, if somebody's got suspected concussion, they'll stop it. They'll give them a timeout for 10 minutes, throw in a sub in, and they'll do some tests and all that. Yeah, that but makes in sense. soccer, you, you can't sub people out like that. And 10 minutes is a hell of a long time. We'll only give you, you've got a maximum of two or three minutes or something, right? Okay. So what they have now, and this just fascinated me, was they do a saliva test to check concussion. Really? So how this works, and this is what interested me, is that there's a um, – I've forgotten the name of it, the scientific name of it is Mouton or some some random thing like that. Let's but quote, it's, quote Chris it's on that. nothing like that. No, quote him um, on that. But, but it's, it's expelled by cells and it's like gives a part of your DNA, like it's like a broken part of your DNA, and it's how cells – communicate with cells so if there's a brain injury all these cells start communicating with all these cells by excreting this whatever stuff it is and because um, i always thought this was all through the nervous system but apparently it's through the secretion and it will go through all the fluids in the body so a saliva test will if they accurately know what the um uh set is that shows this is a brain injury or they can go this is a liver injury or i or this is a whatever, so it's a gr- brand new way of um, of basically quickly going. Hey, you've got a problem. This is your problem. Yeah, it's interesting. It's the thing you're thinking of. M I R N A. Myrna. Myrna. That sounds good. That sounds good. We'll <laughs> go with that. We'll go with that. Um, so anyway, I, I thought that was fascinating. And I was, so what they're doing now with the English football, uh, soccer football, is um, trying to get these saliva tests like in a really short period of time and be able to do these tests for concussions. Yeah, you'd want really to do quickly. them real quick, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, at the moment, all that does is show concussion. What they're, worried, what they're interested in finding out next is whether they can show um, the predilection towards early onset dementia which is the ultimate issue that this concussion can get you but i think there's a lot of other applications that could be useful anyway i don't think you'll be naming the episode myrna so let's move on <laughs> no maybe saliva something or other footballers aren't worth spit um 
Okay, so um, what what else did you get up to for your birthday holiday? Uh, oh, I scared the crap out of someone on a bushwalk. Does that count? Uh, yeah, go on. Tell us that story. I went for this walk up this bush track, and uh, it was uh, one of the oldest rata stands uh, maybe in New Zealand, definitely Rotorua, and it's sort of uh, a track. And if I kept going, which I'll do another day, I didn't do it this because it was pouring with rain. It's actually on my birthday on the Monday. I'm standing there in the rain. And if I carry on going, I could get all the way to the top of Mount Nongataha. But uh, I go and I'm standing there and there's all these uh, information signs and stuff. And there's a big wooden platform in front of this rata tree so you don't touch the walk on the roots because they're quite shallow roots, apparently. I oh, okay. Anyway, so I'm standing there and I've got a raincoat on and stuff. And this dude, um, I came up the path and he had a high-vis jersey on and he was huffing and puffing. And I was just standing there and I was like... I don't think this guy has seen me. And I, was, and I was like, in two minds, do I say hi or don't I? And I thought, well, if I say hi and then something happens to me, at least he knows that, you know, he came across me at some point or, you know, something like that. So I was like, hi. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he jumped and he's like, oh, hey, oh, I didn't see you there. And um, anyway, he was going for a walk because he was trying to get fitter uh, for the upcoming raw uh, for deer hunting season. Uh, he'd done 27 kilometers like three days before this little walk. He was just telling me all this after I just said hi. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was fun. What else did we get up to? Uh, and, and you went to Burger King and they ran out of meat. Oh, that was on the way back, yeah, today. Went to Burger King. So uh, I have been to KFC before when they've had no chicken. And today it was Burger King had no beef. So you could only order chicken and they don't have that much stuff. And I was not happy, so I left. Sorry, I don't know if that happens a lot because obviously I don't order either of those items. Um, uh, but I did notice that there was going on and on about this flexitarian thing on the news again today. Um, about yeah. you know, um, 14 grams of meat a week is all we're supposed to be eating, which one, is one, one burger, burger a week. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't even do that. So you're and it welcome. was—I think it was the leading news story on whatever news channel my parents watched last night. Oh, really? Um, and I—I've said this before. I say this almost every time I get back from there. I cannot deal with normal adverts or normal news. I don't know how people can sit there, be bombarded with the crap that comes across your TV screen, and then sit there for some of the most depressing news. It feels like the news—it is. Just to get people depressed. Like, that's their... It's, it's the Hunger Games. It's the Hunger, it's the Hunger Games. Games. And the ads just waffle on about the biggest load of crap I've ever heard of. And I'm just like, I... So, yeah. So, obviously, Sam and I, this household, do not... Um, Sam, I, or, or, or X-Man. Or X-Man, who may or may not be here or alive. I'm just hard to tell. I think he's here. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um... We we don't watch TV, so obviously. no. It's all streaming. Streaming is the way to go. Yeah. Um, or downloaded. Not that I do that. <laughs> if I did, I'd be up to season four of Game of Thrones, catching up before it comes out again in April. Yeah. That's right. And if I was doing it, I'd probably be downloading eBooks because uh, I got a Kindle for my birthday. Woo-hoo. Oh, good on you! Um, one of the new waterproof ones. Yes. So. <laughs> you got it, and you went. I know ex- all about this. I know yeah, everything about this. That's right, because my I got my daughter one for Christmas. So yeah, uh, that's cool. Very uh, good. Interestingly, you can set up a family account and have your kid added onto your account, or you have to set them up their own Amazon account, and somehow 
give him access to either a credit card or some sort of payment. So she's actually hooked up to my account. Kendall's logged in under my account, her one, but it's under free time, which makes it go to her books. Um, so I can either just flick out of that and read her Kindle, or she could potentially just log in and flick to her books on mine. It's a bit strange, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. Technically, I've got two Kindles, it's two sub accounts, effectively. Well, no, they're ba- yeah, it's sort of yeah, no? it's well, no, it's two. Ma- it was one main account, which is mine on both, and then one sub account, which is her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you were to actually look at both Kindles, ones they look like they're both mine. Right, right, right. But anyway, they're very good. I quite like them. Their new ones are waterproof and they don't have the recessed edge. They've got a completely flat screen like a tablet or a phone now. Um, uh, nothing more to say about it, really. It's just a Kindle. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading a little on the Kindle. Um, I am on leave. So uh, my plan is on Wednesday, I'm heading down to Masterton. You're driving, eh? Yeah, driving. Yeah. Driving down to Masterton, stay there for a couple of nights with my mum, then going to Wellington, catch up with my sister, stay at one of their places for a couple of nights or whatever, and then I'll be heading back. So, yay! We no will. work. I'm so, so glad I'm not going to work this week. He's having a break. He's going to be charged, refreshed, and I'm um, sure he'll have, have some amazing stories when he gets back from his trip. Yeah, it might be all bitchy stories about my, my family. Speaking of which, hey, Liam, how are you going? Hey, Catch Liam. Up. Yep. Uh, Happy uh, birthday. I, for I heard yesterday? it was your birthday Today, through the podcast boy. post that we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I hate how Facebook does that. I, I don't know. Well, no, that's the thing. I couldn't do a, a birthday thing on his page. His page wouldn't let me post to it. Oh. So I thought, oh, no, well, no, we'll I, I, we'll I, I'm just, no, just when you have, I think, and I, I might be not doing it right, but it's, I'd like to know when Chris posts something, I think. Oh, right. That's right. what I meant. Because what happens is one of us will post something and someone will comment on it and then we see the reaction to it and then we're like, oh, we did a post. What was that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've done that before. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, Liam. Uh, hopefully, I'll catch up with you this weekend. If you catch up with him, you need to get a little piece of little audio. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Get some audio. Actually, just get audio from everybody. Right. Just like just say hi to the podcast fans, something like that. Yeah, you'll yeah, come yeah, up with something. Well, I'll come up with something. I'll and then we something. better not say anything bad, or you'll get in trouble with your mum again. Remember the wedding <laughs> one? That was good. Yeah, yeah. I got in trouble because I was dissing the wedding. I wasn't. Just saying. You were informing everybody about how the wedding was. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's not go there. Um, I will catch up with Mum on Wednesday, and we'll see what's upsetting her now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think there is anything, but I'm sure there is something. <laughs> Very no. good. I'm sure. That, I'm just trying to think. There's something I was going to tell you from this bloody almost week long in Rotorua, but I can't think what it was. No, it can't be that amazing. Okay. No. All right, all right. Uh, okay, so anyway, you can catch us on com, which is uh, the website, show notes, photos, all that sort of good stuff. Um, we are on Twitter at Pod. We don't go there a hell of a lot these days. Uh, Facebook, I have actually not been going on Facebook for quite a bit. How are you finding that? Uh, I've just been too busy at work to go onto Facebook. The only time I go on Facebook is if I'm sitting on the toilet. Effectively, and that's only been once a day. That's good to know. But um, <laughs> and for five minutes, so I'm not really because I, I've always been a good toilet goer. 
I'm in and out like really quickly. Just so oh, you know, it's too much information. <laughs> uh, you know, no, it's no, it's, but it's one of my superpowers, and I want everyone to know. <laughs> Tinder profile, <laughs> quick shitter. Yeah, no fucking around, love. Uh, um. Don't know. Sorry. Uh, and so we are on Facebook. Um, now you can try and get that image out of your mind. Yes, no. Uh, no. Uh, otherwise, you can also check us out on Patreon. As we mentioned earlier, you can uh, give as little as a dollar a month, which is just 25 cents per episode. That's right. Uh, make sure to join the amazing Patreon crew that we have growing. They're spreading the word or doing something, I think. Uh- and they're helping us to pay for the hosting, which is awesome. It um, is awesome, and you get access to special behind-the-scene posts and things. I'm just about to do one right now. Chris never knows what I'm posting, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, do I have access to this Patreon thing? I don't know. Let's not worry about that. I don't. Uh- <laughs> anyway, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.